1: Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langsner.
2: All right, what's going on guys? We're back, it's Jordan Marshall, my partner in crime, Mike Langsner, and we're back with our Mastering Mitzvahs podcast. And today we have taken the show on the road. We're trying to give you guys all things Bar and Bat Mitzvah, coolest trends, hottest new happenings. And today we are on location at a very unique venue spot up in North Jersey called High Exposure. And we're getting ready to rock and roll. We're here with Stephanie Schultz, the owner and operator. And Mikey, I'm telling you, man, we got some really cool stuff on this one, right? So we we just walked around. I don't want to do too much talking. I want to ask Stephanie a couple questions, but this facility is so
0: awesome. Um, The whole idea behind this podcast is to give our clients some inspiration to think out of the box, to execute a proper event. And tell us just a little bit about the space before we go anywhere, Stephanie. What's up? How how did this- Stephanie Schultz, everybody, in the building. A little background.
1: Hi, y'all. Um, My name is Stephanie as they've introduced me. Um, We have an event space that's a little bit different. Uh, It's a Ninja Warrior rock climbing parkour facility with a Nerf Gun Arena. And it's great for those who like the alternative bar and bat mitzvah feeling. It is as fancy schmancy as you want it to be or as really See, this is down to earth place. yeah it's down a... to earth and 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 really about the kids about enriching and enhancing the whole experience every single person participates when they walk through my door so
0: how, how many years have you had
1: the facility this is my fourth year in business
0: okay and just how did you get into the rock climbing arena and nerf arena and all of that
1: um, I've been a rock climber, and my children have been uh, on the national scene in rock climbing for uh, many, many years—20 uh, plus. Wow! Uh, and so you know what
0: they're—you know, you know the rock climbing. The girl knows her climbing.
1: Yeah, I know my climbing, um, and I do know what engages children. I had alternative children who were not. Um, uh, feeling that great about ball sports, but they were national stars in, in, in a very uh, self-generated discipline, and it gave them a lot of self-esteem and uh, great physical strength, and uh, really made them a very focused individuals throughout their childhood.
2: And this is so awesome, too, guys, because, you know, for all of our listeners out there, we talk about this each and every week, Mike and myself, that, you know, not every bar and bat mitzvah needs to be that rager dance party where, you know, it's all eyes on, on, on the guest of honor and, and they're dancing at the center of the stage and, you know, with the lights and, and all the you know, crazy dance energy going on, so to speak. This is such an awesome alternative to, as you were saying, you know, somebody who's active, um, you know, that wants to get up, move around, uh, that can appreciate, you know, that, bright colors and huge walls. And like, I mean, you walk into this space and it's so captivating. Um, So for everybody out there listening guys, this is is such a great option. And to have something like this to kind of table the other end to where, you know, you don't have to go uh, all into that, uh, you know, country club aspect or a hotel aspect this is such a great uh alternative option to have on the table and and some of you guys might not have even known i didn't even know we didn't even know this existed so this, this is great let's talk party sizes what do you have a smallest and a largest what are your capacities sure we uh,
1: it's it's a $3,500 minimal to just you know have an event after hours mm-hmm. um usually um our events are about uh 75 participants and 75 non-participants. Okay. Um, our uh, smallest bar mitzvah has been about 50 um, participants and maybe 20 adults, and we've been able to um, host about 240 people at a time. Awesome. And how many hours
0: usually are the parties?
1: Um, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to do add-ons, we are the entertainment. So it's not like you need a DJ or need a photo booth. We are the entertainment. So we will keep you guys bumping for a good two and a half hours. If you want to add in a DJ, it always enhances the space and really makes it feel more party. Uh, Like atmosphere, we do have surround sound for iPod uh, music, but DJs always make it a party. So I always recommend that. And then I would um, at least give yourself an extra half an hour to an hour, to enjoy dancing, DJ ga- games. Um, so we have our own uh, version of the horror here, where we um, schlep your kid up uh, at the wall uh, at 40 feet, and she's, she or he sits in a throne. Uh, <laughs> uh, instead of so, holding the chair, the chair cool. Suspended exactly. From we we hold them onto the chair. So it, it's pretty cool.
2: And we were also talking about it too for grand entrance guys for all of our clients that have uh, you know had the kids that want to get you know flown in from from the ceiling and actually yeah. dropped in, you know, for their grand entrance, this is actually a spot that you can do that. It is yeah, actually a, a,
0: well. a porcelain throne thirty or forty feet <laughs> up in the area as yeah. well. So you you do have a little bit of everything. You know, it's funny. Something I haven't talked about on this podcast, but Jordan and I are both Jewish. We both grew up going to a bar and mitzvahs. And there's two out of the, I don't know, 50 or so bar mitzvahs I went to growing up when I was 13. Two that stand out in my mind, and that was almost 30 years ago. Crazy to say. We're dating uh, ourselves. We're dating ourselves. But of the two, they were unique. And that's what became memorable. So here it is 30 years later. I'm thinking back to all the bar mitzvahs. I couldn't tell you which one was at a country club or which one was at a hotel. But one I remember was on a boat. It was a Spirit of New York, and it just made for a unique setting. Sure, right. And then the other one I remember because the talent that was brought in for the party were actually celebrities on television. We, I would see them on TV, on MTV, and then, you know, here they are dancing at the party. But going to the one on the boat, thinking about the unique venue, that's what this to me is, you know. So for the parents that want – The memory, something different, something that's going to stand out thirty years later. Consider something like this, you know. And masculine or feminine? I mean, do you do do more porties for boys for girls? About even?
1: I think uh, the girls might be beating the boys. Yeah, (laughs) cool. It um, is a women.
2: We are part of a women's revolution right now. Um, Very girl power right now. I get it, man. I get it.
1: Um, but but to speak to your point, that's exactly the intent. I mean, both my. Um, my sisters, I remember, you know, 35 years ago when my sisters were at Bar and Bat Mitzvah and Michelle did her whole huff tour on the bima with the flute, mm-hmm. uh, with the guitar and flute. So, so, so those things make it memorable. Um, we had a parrot trooper. He was 96 years old and he didn't have any upper body strength, but he wanted to um, try our walls So we schlepped them up the walls. We got hand to foot, hand to foot, climbing up the walls. Uh And um, Grandpa Marty had the best time ever. So so we make everybody move and we really celebrate the individual. So whether it's two feet off the ground or 42 feet in the air, we really try to make you... um, reach a goal so there really is no age limitation there is no here
2: I also love the flexibility I you know like as we're speaking to you guys out there that that are listening to the podcast today uh, you know Mike and I have had the, the pleasure to tour the facility um, here at High Exposure and I, I just love how you know there's obviously a section to be active with the rock climbing the Ninja Warrior section and then you can kind of take a hop skip and a jump and have a sit down, you know, styled mitzvah. So, you know, folks don't, don't feel that, you know, a a space like this that is so unique can't handle that. You know, they they have room where your guests can be seated, adults, kids, where you can do your formalities. Um, You can have your grand entrance, your motzi over the challah, your candle lighting ceremony, your mazel tov hora, and then be activated in the park. So it kind of brings the best of both worlds together, right? So
1: can agree with you more. It's
2: awesome. Really
0: I, cool. I think also Jordan, a lot of this goes back to what we always preach: is be comfortable with your vendors. Yes. So, for the listeners, if you're going to book something unique, make sure you have a photographer that's open minded to shooting in a unique scenario. I mean, I bet the photographer here could get some killer shots, especially from up top. Yeah. And you know.
2: Make sure your photographers aren't afraid of heights. Yeah. Needless to, <laughs> to say, and you'll or be had fine. Drone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: you know, in decorators and planners, I mean, this is an amazing arena for you to come into. And you know, it may be very simplistic, or you may want to go out of the box. And I mean, I'm just thinking about some of the cool centerpieces. I mean, tables could be very simple in this setting. They don't need to, a family could spend your your thirty five hundred dollar you know entry buyout um, and and do very little and have a great party, or they could you know have nice elegant tables set up, formal linen. and, Go all out. Pipe and drape. Um,
1: yeah. You know, we do have, when we um, do our mitzvahs, it is glow in the dark. So cool. um, we do have lighting to support that.
2: Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And one of the things that I enjoyed also as well is when we walked in, when uh, we came in through the doors, you know, the spot is almost a one, it, it's a piece of decor. Everything has its own life and its own, its own vibe. And you had said you had an art background, right? With that. So yeah, can you explain a little about the, the kind of the method behind the design madness here?
1: Sure. I mean, I, you know, we're, we're all parents. And, and I think for myself, um, I, I don't like the, 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 the commercialism of, of a lot of what children kind of filter. Right. And I, I really wanted this to be a generic, um, visceral place where, you, where, where it just feels good and it doesn't matter what the age is, it's ageless. Uh, you know, and you do that by tongue-in-cheeking, a toilet bowl 38 feet in the air, and a <laughs> stunt jump that you, you know, mm-hmm. leap off a cliff for. So, so, so there's some visual tricks and tools that we use to really make people feel um, like they are doing something a little different and out of the box and not um, age-specific. Well, I love
2: that, too, because, it, you know, some people might be under the, the impression that they have to come in here and, you know, decorate, so to speak, or, or you know put some certain things up to, to make it look It's But it's already its own, has its own life. Like, I mean, seeing that giant Rubik's Cube, you know, right. climbing wall, like I'm a big 80s baby. I love pop culture. I saw that, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that's super dope. Like, so like something like that is its own piece of active decor, you know? Not only can you climb it, but it looks killer too. Exactly. You
1: know? And and what's what's interesting is the passive observers mm-hmm. who are, you know, having a cocktail or, or a nosh, they really can enjoy themselves, you know. So, so often you go to these major events and people are looking on their phones and they're they're not actively engaged in the space. This is the antithesis of that. Everybody, uh, including 97 year old Grandpa M- Marty, uh, really really goes wow when they come here. He there. left a
0: lasting moment memory. That yeah, was unbelievable. <laughs>
2: Well it's so cool too because I feel like nowadays and Mike and I talk about this on on other casts and how you know media and technology is driving life. And it's a double-edged sword because you know we've never been in a situation where content information, learning about, you know, uh, vendors planning and just anything in general is at the tip of your finger so much, which is great. It makes it very easy, but it's also kind of like I think stunted, you know, these kids and people a little bit to where they don't get to appreciate being active as much anymore. I know when I grew up, my parents were like, go outside, you know, get dirty, climb a tree, play manhunt. Like I would give my left arm if somebody would play a manhunt game with me. Like exactly. right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like so here, you know, you don't even think about your cell phone. It's impossible. There's so much going on and it's so kinetic and everything's moving and you're climbing and you have this ninja warrior setup. Then you know there's a whole nerf arena that we didn't even talk about yet yeah. that, you know, there's no excuse to kind of be in the corner where we most, you know, sometimes, and you guys know how it is listening out there where you're worried about that group of boys or that group of girls that's just on their phone in the corner. Like, I feel like it just doesn't happen here, which is awesome. So, so, so
0: Stephanie, if you were having a party here, would you take the kids in groups like from one area to another, or is it more of like a usually, open free space?
1: Sure. We, we usually climb the whole group together, depending on how big it is. If okay. it's, if it's a group of a um, hundred plus, we usually do divide them into uh, two or three groups and rotate them. Okay. Um, for the Ninja Warrior equipment, so that we can specifically train each particular child, we do um, bunch them up into groups. Mm-hmm. Um, it, whether we're playing Nerf games or we turn this into a Ninja Warrior um, section in the Nerf Nerf room, there's three areas to move in the parkour room, Nerf room, and the, the back of the facility. So, so if a group had
0: 50 kids, which seems to be a, a norm, 40, 50 kids... You would keep them virtually together?
1: Pretty much throughout. together. I think, I think it's an incredibly team bonding experience. Yeah. We actually do have um, classic team bonding um, games that we do play and, and encourage the adults to, I, I to play along with you. corporate team building here is oh, amazing. It, it blows. Amazing. It <laughs> <is unbelievable. laughs>
0: so
2: cool. License to play. So and, cool. and another cool point that you had mentioned before, if you could speak a little bit on your staff. I mean, you know, if you guys are, you know, obviously the show American Ninja Warrior is huge and you have these, you know, parkours, like this giant up-and-coming trend that you see all over social media and that people are killing and, you know, you actually have some, you know, inner house celebrities, so to speak, actually running your camp, right?
1: We absolutely do. We, we have um, really um, star celebrities like Joe Moraski working with us uh, who can do specialty events and Captain NBC, the green-haired dude, That's um, awesome. and then I have my in-house training uh, trainers who also have a, a pretty big name for themselves, and, and they're just really in an absence of cultural uh, mentors. These, these are larger-than-life individuals that just mentor the right kind of message for our children. It's such a positive vibe. Oh, in man. Totally. Yeah.
0: You know. Being around healthy people and active people, it's it—it's inspiring, it's motivating. I mean, the kids have to leave here feeling like a million
1: bucks. Yeah, it's a very passionate staff. We work with you hand in hand. And um, you leave a little bit bigger here.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great, like, tagline. I like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And you also said, too, I mean, like, it, this is uh, most of the... The activities that are doing here are going to be, you know, uh, performed in our Olympics coming up too. Right? So this is like yeah. a big thing.
1: Yeah, twenty twenty, we have um, we have some Olympic hopefuls on our own team, so we're pretty proud of our our kids. Summer yeah. or
0: winter Olympics, would it be?
1: Uh, you know, I, I don't know to, okay. to be honest. I think it's the uh, the, the summer. Okay. Uh, But that's a good question. I I should know that. I I, I should know that. I don't know. I don't know know if there's any
0: importance. I'm just. I don't know.
1: No, that's that's
2: cool. So, not only is it this amazing spot for, you know, Barbot Misses, not only is the atmosphere electric, something completely different. The staff is just on a platform, like, you know, like you're getting the legit talent that's going to spend the one on one time with, you know, with these kids to, you know, help better them in any way possible that they can. I just think the whole concept and idea is. We're allowed one curse in our thing, right? It's not being done half-assed, so to speak, which is awesome, right? We get one curse on our podcast. That's how we, we signed up. So we, use it, we try to use it wisely per episode. So yeah. and, that's and great.
1: Not only that, they're not just stellar athletes. Right. They're stellar individuals, kind, considerate, passionate, and really want to see the growth of whomever uh, is our user here.
2: Well, I love that you're kind of embracing them and, and they're kind of getting your vibe, Steph, because when, when we met at the ILEA event, big shout out to Lisa Ivler, ILEA you Lisa. chapter president for hooking this up, my girl. Um, you know, I just, I loved your vibe and I love that you were doing something different and Mike and I as, as business owners in our own right um, for what we do, like we, we get it, you know, and it, it really, you know, things go from zero to hundred million miles an hour at the drop of a hat and we just appreciate your drive, your hustle, um, you're obviously passionate about this place. I mean, it is so, super cool. And I think that you know, the more that people know about it, it's on the map and it's out there. I, I think that you guys are really missing the ball if you don't get out and check out something like this, or at least consider it as an option for an outside-the-box bar mitzvah, you know. So
0: actually, where are we? We're in North Jersey, but we're right by New York. I mean, what are the- Yes, we, are, near, we were trying yeah, to decide yeah. that,
2: because our GPS yeah. even said we went from New York to Jersey, sure. Jersey, we're
1: 15 minutes away from the George Washington Bridge. Okay. Um, right up 9W, and 15 minutes away from the Tappan Sea Bridge. So we're really very centrally located uh, cool. from Westchester, Rockland, um, Upper West Side. We, we have people on the the team on the Upper West Side, so mm-hmm. it's easier to get to us than Chelsea. So so we're not that far away, even though it sounds far away, Jersey. But but we're right dead center. Yeah, cool. and, and and
0: I mean, being in a uh, rural area, you've got ample parking. You know, you don't have to deal with a no lot of traffic the city yeah. issues. Yeah,
1: yeah, no headache. This it's, is great. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I love it. I love your openness to different things. You know, we were talking earlier when we were walking around. There's not an exact package or program that's, here's the mitzvah package, take it or leave it. You're very open-minded. But uh, that's exactly the way we, that we run our stuff as well. Yeah, we wish, we wish more venues would be open-minded. More spaces would think out of the box. And I mean, you hit the nail on the head here.
1: Well, I think this is their first big event in their life. And, you know, I, I know what it meant in our own lives, mm-hmm. you know, having the bar bat mitzvah in my own family. And you remember this. In 40 years, their children will see those pictures. And you want to do it with grace and do it with engagement and do it with challenge and goals. And and this is a place to do it in.
0: This is awesome. Really, really cool. I think we could tie up the podcast on that positive...
2: And right. Absolutely. <laughs> and before we, we get up, uh Steph, do us a favor, can you give all the listeners uh the social media handles, website, where they can get a hold of you, stuff like that. Um I know it, it's uh it's high exposure. Um so if you guys Google that, it's H I G H E X P O U S U R E, right? Yeah,
1: cool. high exposure. Awesome. And what's Hi. the so
2: what is the actual town? We're in we're
1: we're in Northvale, New Jersey. Northvale,
2: New Jersey. Awesome. So if you guys Google that, it'll bring you right to it. You could ask for Stephanie uh, personally, as Please the owner, you know, what's, um, a, what's the phone number here? The phone number here:
1: 201-768-8600.
2: And your direct email:
1: Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, E's and Edward, D's and David, P's and Peter at gmail.com. Perfect. Awesome. And
0: we'll put that in the bio of
2: yep. the podcast. And we'll also make sure that we tag any uh, of the social media links and stuff like that so you guys could check out the spot a little bit more in depth and uh see about rock and roll and again guys you know thank you so much for tuning in this week to our mastering Misfits podcast on location with stephanie schultz at high exposure something different a little bit of climb a little bit of height a little bit of daring a little bit of adventure you need this in your lives if you're not checking it out yet definitely get on the ball and uh thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will check you out next week awesome thanks for having us steph
1: thank you so much
2: bye